0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Need to Know. I am Gemma Stafford, professional chef, host of Bigger Boulder Baking and cookbook author. And I'm delighted to be with you here today for one big reason is that I am joined by the new co-host of Need to Know, Gina Brazao. Welcome, Gina. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Gina, I'm really excited because I only got to know you just recently but I I kind of deliberately held back on learning too much about you because I want to I want to know now I want right. to know a lot I want to know like what what makes you tick I'm ready what what, what 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 how did you end up on a baking podcast what does baking mean to mean to you and also where you're from I do know that you've got a very colorful uh yes. background like I'm from Ireland and that's like that's my thing like that's It's not very colorful or interesting. It's like I'm just Irish. But I know that um, you have a really interesting family history. Mm -hmm. So I'm
1: Portuguese. My dad was born and raised in South Africa. Um, I still have a lot of family on the island of Madeira, right outside of Portugal. Mm -hmm. So he actually was a chef my whole life, um, cooking, going to work all day. And so it's something that was really prevalent in my upbringing. I also have a little bit of Irish. So my mom's really? Irish and um, I have been Irish step dancing for about two decades, <gasps> which is so random. That means you're legit Irish. Yes, I'm legit Irish. <laughs> I guess, but I've never been to Ireland, so I don't know. We'll get there
0: someday. Where in South Africa
1: is your dad from? Um, he's from outside of Johannesburg. Have you ever been to South Africa? I have not. It's on my bucket list.
0: You absolutely have to go. should go there. But I need to South go with Africa. my dad because I want to you go show with your his
1: house and where he like his school, all of that. And they speak Portuguese there?
0: um african um i gosh now i in my early 20s so a few years ago i went to uh cape town uh, for a vacation with my family and it was it was so memorable it was so beautiful the food was insane Mm -hmm. some of the best seafood fish i've ever had in my life right um beautiful place, I would love to go back there. I know Kevin would love it um so much history, so mm-hmm. much uh to know and to do, definitely educate yourself before you go there right, right. um but it was it was eye opening it was really amazing oh,
1: I would love to go. I had the opportunity to go to Portugal and madeira um pre pandemic and so that was my my first time saw my cousins there, and that was great because I remember. My earliest memory of baking is with my vovoa, who is my grandmother. You're which, say it again. Um, Vovoa. Vovoa. That's grandmother in Portuguese. And I just remember we would always make these shortbread cookies. Yeah. And before I was like 10, I was very, very young making these. She would like crack the eggs on her head in the kitchen. She made it a really fun experience. But all of the recipes in her cookbook were in Portuguese. So I could not speak or write Portuguese, but I would start translating just the recipes and I would write them on these little four by six index cards in English for my cousins and I would pass them out. And so that is just my earliest memory in the kitchen is making that food with her and such, so connected to my culture and and my upbringing there. And so I was really lucky to have a family full of of good cooks, good bakers. I can't say I'm one myself. I try my best, (laughs) amateur baker. But um, yeah, that is, it's just been so fun getting to know my culture through food. And I yeah. think a lot of people miss out on that opportunity and it's it's such a great way to learn more about your family and about your history. Yeah, it is. That's incredible. I actually moved here on a whim, I graduated from Emerson College a couple years ago, and I got a call, and they're like, can you come out here, um, 13-week contract? And so I said yes, and 13 year, thirteen weeks has turned into three years, and it's been amazing. Um, I'm excited now to be here to be able to talk with you guys because hosting is something that I'm really interested in, as well as food and baking. So I think it's just a good culmination
0: of, yeah. of both um that's really interesting I want to know any celebrity gossip you might have and I promise <laughs> Honestly, I won't I will tell anybody <laughs> and I'm like I don't know if oh, I, come have on, I have anything I swear
1: I swear I'm people, like the one I'm reading Des Moines the Instagram account have you seen no, that lately that? oh it's this Instagram account called Des Moines and they have like all the celebrity gossip and there's some good stuff really? on there mm-hmm. I, I will say I was at Craig's the other week what's and I, uh, it's a restaurant here in LA Oh, they're actually, I think, known for their chocolate chip cookies, but I was sitting next to J-Lo and Ben. No! Not kidding! No way! No, I'm not kidding. It was like... No way! Yes, yes it was crazy! So, was she gorgeous? Gorgeous! Stunning! So the whole thing happened because we got... Basically, we couldn't get a reservation. Like I kept trying to do it online, open table, couldn't get one. So I called and I was like, oh, whatever. If it's meant to be, it'll be. So they were like, oh, we have a table at 930, which is sort of late. But I was like, I'm going to go. Like, why not? And I would have been in my jammies already. Yeah. I I mean, I was like, this is so random and it's so late that I'm like, there's a reason it's I got to go. I'm such a believer in like, you know what I mean? Like something good will come. Yeah. So got dressed, went to dinner and I sit down. And I'm just looking and I'm like, there's a lot of people in this small little space. People like that looked like they were security guards. And I was like, what is happening? And so then I noticed like a couple extra weight staff standing there, like being very attentive. And I, you know, did a little like back crack. I was like, oh, I'm just going to look over my shoulder because I didn't see anyone I recognized in front of me. And I saw J-Lo and I nearly passed out. So yes, I was like, She's not alone. It's JLo. Who's she with? So I did another subtle backcrack, definitely not subtle, right? Because yeah. everyone is aware that JLo's there. I'm like sweating talking about this. That's how starstruck I was. And I saw Ben and I was like, no way freaked out. My boyfriend was sitting across from me. I was, I was like, I blacked out the whole meal. He kept talking to me and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm not processing anything that you're saying. (laughs) And so there was a security guard that was next to me like the whole time. And then we ended up staying later than her. So I saw her get up and walk
0: out of the restaurant. She was gorgeous. Gorgeous.
1: She was so kind. So lovely. I mean.
0: See, here's the thing. Okay. So now I don't want to go off on a tangent. Yes. Yes. But so uh, her and A-Rod broke up. Right. Then uh, she starts dating Ben and I was like this is something that I'm seeing on uh, The Inquirer right like this isn't real this isn't people are only saying this right and then she posts on Instagram that they are back together oh yeah the kissing photo but then they're saying that it is just a ploy like it's not real I have no idea
1: but it's it's all crazy and I will say I've had so many friends have celebrity encounters and I've been here for three years and I didn't have one until that night and I was like that's the best best one one. One." I don't need another one nobody tops that (laughs) no no one tops that so so oh, I'm grateful Oprah. that I had that. Oprah, one. maybe yes, tops that. maybe Oprah. But I didn't even, you know, it's just like so crazy that they were just. I didn't expect them to just be sitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were like right next to us. Yeah. So it was crazy, but I that's like the most staring. Hollywood I've thought. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would have been staring at what they were eating, what were they were drinking. Oh, I am
1: so thankful I was not in the other seat. My back was towards them yeah. because it would have been. So obvious, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you'd taken your phone out, you would have been gone oh, out gone, of there. Gone. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. trying
1: to like text under the table, like I was texting my mom, I was like, Oh my gosh, you
0: know, freaked <laughs> out, full sweating, drenched in sweat the whole meal. Nice, okay. So, for next episodes, you do all of us some more celebrity stories, yes, yes. But I'm not going to, we, we'll We'll move on okay, from Jacob okay. now. Um, so, what what do you have for me this week? I know that you've been doing a lot of research.
1: Yes. So, actually, I want to talk a little bit about how this whole thing got started. Your background with moving over here, and sort of how you got started in this this podcast space.
0: All of that how, from from Ireland. Yes. Go that far back. Yes, I would love to know. Oh my gosh, Gina, get comfy. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> um. So I am. I, I trained to be a chef when I okay. was uh, 19 or so. I studied professional cookery in college, which I know the term cookery over here in the US is yeah, a I mean, very funny one. Yeah, I don't know that one. one. Yeah, it's cooking. Okay. But um It sounds better, it's just cookery. It's it's I don't know, people just were like, "What did you just say? That's hilarious." And I was like, <laughs> "No, that's what I studied in college. That's not hilarious."
1: <laughs> I like it. It's more sophisticated.
0: I don't know. It's just it makes it I don't know, but that's what that's what we call it, cookery. Right, right. So, um so I studied professional cookery. I uh, I went to a famous cooking school called Ballymaloe Cookery School after okay. I finished college. I, um, I traveled, I worked. I remember my mom saying to me, you know, if you, if you learn how to cook, you can use that as a passport to get you around the world. Wow. Yeah. So out of Malu I went and worked as a private chef in Italy. Uh, I went to Australia and I worked a ski season because they've got winter, you know, right, everyone's right. got a winter, but they have snowy mountains there. And we, um, I went and I worked at a ski resort there okay and, uh, in a restaurant at a ski resort, Uh, After that, I went back and forth to Ireland, and then at 25, I moved to the U.S., where I actually got a job in South Lake Tahoe, which unfortunately right now is is uh, there's like severe fires and I have to contact right. some of my friends up there, but um, it is sorry to just to be clear to people, South Lake Tahoe is in Northern California and it is on the border of Nevada and California mm-hmm. so there's literally there's not a line, but there literally is a line of now you 're in California now, now you 're in Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> um, so, and it's a casino town, so it's a beautiful town, and there's uh, yeah, there's the it's mountains, gorgeous. Gorgeous. there's the mountains, there's heavenly mountains where you go skiing and snowboarding, there's Emerald Bay, which is one of the most photographed places mm. in the entire world. Okay, planning my next trip already. And uh, then there's the casinos, which aren't as classy or right, as, right. as exciting, and that's where I worked. Um, I worked there, and then after a year there, I moved to San Francisco, where I got a job in a Michelin star restaurant, and... When I, I realized I was, I don't know, at that stage I was twenty six, well, I was twenty-seven. I was barely able, I paid six hundred dollars in rent in that was two thousand and oh my god nine in San Francisco. And I could barely afford it because my, my job wasn't paying me. Right, I wasn't right. able to afford like during slow times, I don't know if people know this, but during slow times in kitchens, uh during the year, especially in January and September. When it's quiet, your boss, it's very common to come in and be like, yeah, don't come in for Just the next two home, weeks. Right. Yeah, you're not getting paid for the next two weeks. And, and I'm allowed to do that. And, you know, it's, to- it's totally not illegal. But um, you end up making no mice at these times of the year. So did you
1: have to look for alternative I ways? Or I were you?
0: couldn't get another job because my job was 5 to 2 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. uh, if I was lucky, I left at 2. Right. Generally, I left around half two, 3. Um, But I was in there at 5. So... I, uh, I had no choice but to quit my job. I had no choice. I couldn't, I heard a saying that, uh, from, I don't know if you know this very famous doctor, Dr. Philip McGraw, mm-hmm. but he said, you can't fall <laughs> off the floor. And it was, I was at the stage where it's like, this can't get You're any worse at the end. Yeah, I, 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 needed, I can't get out. any worse than what right. I am right now. So if I don't go in and quit this job, I'm going to be broke. So I just went in and I quit my job. I actually, well, I'll tell you what I did first. But
1: empowering. Was it sort of empowering or terrifying?
0: No, it was it was necessary. Yeah. No, okay. it wasn't terrifying. It was necessary. So I didn't even think about that. It was like there has to be something, there is something better. Around the corner, and this isn't it. Uh, I did ask before I quit, I did ask my boss for a pay raise, and he said, Okay, I had to sit down with me and my, um, my head chef, and he said, I'll give you 25 extra cents an hour. And at this stage, I was earning probably, I think, less than $11. And I said, No. And he said, Okay, fine, you're going to play hardball, I'll give you 50 cents extra an hour. And I, I, I don't remember how the meeting ended. I came in the next day and I quit. It was your
1: sign. You yeah. knew it was time to
0: go. I was like, that's it. But see, I
1: think that's important too, because follow your gut, right? Your gut told you this isn't right. Something better is out there for oh, me. Gotcha. And I'm just trusting my instinct.
0: Yeah. So I, I quit that. Uh, long story short, I won't get into it because I, I know a lot of people do know my background. I, um, I went on Craigslist, which was... I wouldn't say a reparable website back then, but it wasn't (laughs) the cesspool that it is now. Right, right, right. And um, I found a job catering when you work in hospitality. Craigslist was the place place to to be. It was like the hotspot. Oh yeah, big time. So um, I found a job catering for this company, and then it turns out that it was this like really well established tech company or kind of up and coming tech company in Silicon Valley, and. Um, it was like growing really fast, and I was there at the early stages. And I started catering for them, and it became my full time job. And uh, I built. I, I went from earning, f- um, oh my gosh, I, I very little money mm-hmm. um, to being able to like support myself, to be able to. I was able. I, I had around f- three or four girls working for me. Wow. Um, I was able to buy a car. Like it was. It was just. It was. I lived. I, I. It was a whole new chapter in my life. Anyway, um, I loved it. It was very hard work, but I loved it. What
1: was the craziest request you got?
0: You know, I didn't really have crazy requests. I know that sounds.
1: When you were because in Italy you
0: mentioned oh, that you were
1: even then, do, so it's like the craziest thing someone's
0: ever asked you to do. You know, that was. A, I, I'm going to try and remember. So, so in Italy. They were a family, a British family with a lot of money. Okay. And sometimes with a lot of money comes a lot of crazy. And when they're on, they're on this was their Italian home in Tuscany for the summer. And when people are on vacation, they start drinking early mm-hmm. and they get a bit crazy. And she'd come into the kitchen at eight o'clock in the morning like a bull. in. This is the wife, the bull in a china shop. She would... Go over here, go over there, move around. Like, just what you know? What are you doing? Like questioning us, and it was very bizarre. Like, just not not a stable person, not calm either. No, show up to work and have that energy, up and down all day. Yeah. Um. She would come in. I remember one day she was kind of frantic, and she was like, she was um almost almost manic like it, it was it was pretty crazy um lunchtime 12 o'clock lunchtime ish should roll around they'd start drinking and then by nighttime and so then dinner was not like breakfast was kind of like you know what's this what is what's going on like what are we having for breakfast and all this sort of stuff and lunch was like they'd start drinking early so lunch would be like oh that's lovely thank you very much and then dinner time would be like oh that was lovely dinner thank you so much so it basically, our world revolved around their drinking schedule. But... Um, and eating,
1: What did they eat late?
0: Yeah, they did what they did because it was, you know, because it was Italy and it right. was long days and siestas and stuff. But um, I remember her, I remember there was when we arrived from Italy, we arrived, I both flew, so I was with a friend, we both flew in from London and we arrived, the, de- the husband of the, of the family, he, the husband who hired us picked us up with no shirt on. Oh as goodness. you do, and uh, he drove us home uh, to their house, and we went into the kitchen, they were like, just so you know, the fridge isn't working, and there's a cow's heart in there. A cow's heart? A cow's heart Had in Had you ever the fridge. seen or used one of these I'd seen one but I'd never cooked one what do you make do you just eat the heart you can like fry it up and stuff oh my
1: gosh I can't I, I have, have like to ask the girl that like I went that.
0: with um oh. Joe, but I I think I I don't know if we cooked it because it had been in there for a few days by the time the we'd gotten there broken. and the fridge was off
1: was the smell terrible
0: no no it wasn't it was all kind of we were just a little bit like you know trying it wasn't it we, we knew it was in there oh my And because you know those kinds of cuts of meat are very minerally
1: right um,
0: yeah, what is the texture? Is it like chewy? Is it tough? I think oh it's chewy. Gosh. So you have to like just fry it off really. I, I think we did cook it. Like I'm almost positive we did cook it, but I'm telling you now this was, I was like 23 or something. Around that age, so it was quite a while ago. Heart. yeah. But anyway, I am um, So we, we did crazy things like we made homemade pasta, but there was no rolling pins in the kitchen. There was uh, no like we made everything by hand. We made pasta by hand. We rolled it out with a wine, the wine bottle. bottle. Yeah. We hung it up on the the handles of brooms to dry <laughs> around the kitchen. You had to get very creative. It was really hot. We were drinking wine that was made by the gardener. The gardener there, there was there was a vineyard on the family's land, and he would make wanted a better word his own vino I was gonna say his own hooch but his own vino and uh he would bring it to the house and we would drink it I remember the first night he was like do you want some wine and we were like no no it's okay thanks you know we were legally allowed right. to drink but wine like, I'm working but don't like know, no yeah. yeah we don't we're, we're okay and by the time we were leaving a few weeks later we were having it <laughs> the two of us like were spitting a bottle of wine between the two of us I
1: don't blame you after having to cook a cow's heart
0: but um it was a lot of fun but anyway, I, remember I I remember I'm uh I went off on a tangent there I remember one day she came in to have breakfast and, and they were there was this there was this um there was this oh what's the word there were not stigma but there was this there was a there was a bad um oh my gosh uh not attitude relationship around food okay. with the mum okay and uh she would like, um, don't give, you don't give us fatty things. Don't give us, um, like stews and things you'd have in Ireland and in England. She was, you know, when well, this was in the morning when she was not very nice. Right. Um, but there, there was, there was not a great, a healthy relationship there, which is, is always, which is, is sad to see, mm-hmm. uh, but very common. Uh, but I remember one morning she came in and she wanted a piece, a piece of toast and she came in and she made the toast herself but it's what, what, what was a slice of toast to begin with, with, cru- with like four crusts, mm-hmm. she came in, she frantically, she, she cut it down like frantically to a tiny, tiny square of bread and then like frantically buttered it with, a, with some butter and like that was her toast. Like it was all very bizarre. It was just an intense work. Yeah, it was it intense. Like. They lived. It was. It was tough. How long were you there? Was it a summer? It was like a month. A month. Okay. It was. It was tough. And then when we left, so Joe and I, the girl I was there with, who um, she like the mom put us through the ringer. It was tough. Yeah. And then I remember we went back, and she was like, "We'd love to have you guys over to London because they were from London, and come and cook for us in um, Hyde Park." And whatever, and I said to Joe, I said you're on she your own. It, I right? can't do it. Not she wants you to go over at Christmas time when there's drink, like there's alcohol flowing, and lots of food, lots of food and friends, lots of guests, and bizarreness going on. And no, I, I opted out. Joe did go to London to do Christmas for, with them, and it was a rough was ride. About, yeah. yeah, I will tell you one. Um, I will tell you one thing. I don't know. So some people will know this. Oh my gosh. I'm going to I can't remember now. Oh no. Um so they had they they um they had a friend. Someone from London? No, he was from Australia. Okay. And he was a famous imp- he was a female impersonator. And oh. I am you and uh, no, no offense Gina, but you you this is a little <laughs> bit before your time. <laughs> okay. I'm like I'm trying to wrap my brain. <laughs> no, no, don't even bother. Okay. Um I am totally spacing on his name. Now, if I knew we were going to talk about this, I would have looked him up. But um, he wore, oh my, I know people are probably screaming at the podcast now, his name, but he wore these like incredibly like, uh, colorful glasses he was all dressed up he was really famous I think like more of a comedian than like a female impersonator and comedian okay um but he came over for dinner one night with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and um that was that was pretty cool that he was there David something oh my gosh David something I'm totally David. blanking. That's not, that's not his show, his, his stage name. His stage name was a woman's name. Edna, Dame, no, Dame I Edna. Dame like Edna, Edna. Dame okay, Edna. Okay, I'll have to look it up. I'll that's it, live. Dame Edna.
1: Okay. I'll oh my gosh, I'm
0: so glad I remembered that. <laughs> Sorry for hitting you. I got no, excited. you totally
1: fine. All those fans out there. That must have been fun, like how, being able to cook for- It was, a super cool. Prestigious guests.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Especially because, so we, in Ireland, we get a lot of TV from Australia and England. Mm-hmm. So we, we all knew him. And my friend was from Australia uh, that was hey, were with you, like, me.
1: Freaking! Out? Did you have a J Lo moment?
0: <laughs> J Lo moment. No, <laughs> like I when didn't. I saw not J-Lo. that big. No.
1: I just have no chill. I was not okay.
0: Oh my gosh! Now I want to see J Lo. Do you know who I did see the day I saw a famous a comedian at the park?
1: No way! Yeah. See, everyone sees people. I'm like, what is going on? It's just it's L A. for you. for yeah. everyone Listening, it's it's very fun. Common place you here.
0: you do get a little bit of for those of you like. It's not you don't really dwell on it. Like right. number one, JLo's that's a different category. Okay, I'm like, am I weird? <laughs> but you do like for a moment. You're like, oh my gosh! And Josh Jamel is behind me in Starbucks. Right. And then you try and get a picture on your phone, and, and then you go about like, your day. You no,
1: know, it's fine. You kind of
0: move on and you forget right. about it. And you tell people, but you know, you don't you don't go up to them. You don't say anything. No, no. You just try and do a sneaky photo, uh, like you're pretending like you're texting somebody, right. but you're actually doing a photo over your shoulder, <laughs>
1: doing a selfie, but not. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, then you go, but it, it's uh, it's always
1: fun. Well speaking of Ireland too, it's funny. I saw a trend this uh this week on TikTok. It's called the potato cake.
0: Stop, you've already lost me.
1: Wait, did you okay this is my question. It's this chocolate potato cake where they essentially take potatoes and combine it with cake and it sounds gross to me, but apparently makes it really moist. Have you ever had did no. you make this ever? No I gross see, right
0: I'll tell you a little thing about me Gina. You started out that conversation. <laughs> With uh so you said TikTok. Yeah. And then potato cake. So um I lost you immediately. <laughs> you, I, I you I started to, to zone out when you said TikTok mm-hmm. and then you really lost me at potato, potato cake. Okay. But um no, that's not a thing. And I and like it, it's a little bit like brownie blackberry uh black bean brownies. Like, okay. So what's
1: a quintessential Irish dessert? Okay, then? so if just you add
0: here. But those things are not Irish. Are people saying that they're Irish? Yeah, no, it was the Irish potato no, cake, no, I'm pretty no, sure. No, 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 sorry, no. Okay,
1: we're myth-busting here. Okay. It is not Irish. Gemma no, that's has not
0: Irish. That's not a thing. We don't put potato, mashed potato into In the, the cake. cake. Okay, no. so
1: what is like your favorite Irish dessert?
0: My favorite Irish dessert? Oh, mm, this is tough because um, we get a lot of our inspiration from Britain. Mm-hmm. So... Some of my favorite things are actually probably British. Okay, uh, but I'm going to say them anyway. Like so, like there's things that are very popular at home that we would have like for dessert on like any given night, like rice pudding, which is such a basic I've recipe. Never had rice, are rice pudding. Are you serious? I'm serious? Rice pudding is so delicious. My mom used to make the best rice pudding.
1: What is the texture? Is it like a tapioca?
0: Like mm, yeah, I suppose it is. I like tapioca, kind of. So. so there's two things. My mom used to bake her rice pudding, which was amazing. And then um, I would do mine on the stovetop, which does make it a bit pudding-like mm-hmm. texture. Um, but that's really nice. I, I like, there's a, there's a dessert that I love that I know is British. Okay, I'm going to try and pick an Irish one. Okay. Let me see. Um, I feel like... Um, we use a lot of rhubarb, rhubarb crumble. <sighs> Rhubarb? Pie. Yeah. So good. Rhubarb Strawberry crumble. Rhubarb. We love so we would never put strawberries. Like that to me is only in that for me that's a oh, new really? thing. Really? No, it would only be rhubarb. We have oh, a yeah. lot of rhubarb in Ireland uh-huh. and we have it all year round. So we would have rhubarb crumble. I love crumbles. And it was one of the first things I ever made with my mom Um rice pudding, definitely. And you know, there's little things like I remember that. Like, I have really fond memories of, like, there's nostalgic things that mm-hmm. are not, like, they are not traditionally Irish. But you used to get this, uh, you'd buy ice cream. One of the most famous brands in Ireland that used to make ice cream, they would sell it in a block, like a rectangle block. So it was large. So it was, like... Um, It was a block that you would slice. And it was in cardboard. I've seen this. It was in cardboard. You wouldn't scoop it in a tub. It was cardboard. So you'd have to (laughs) slice it. You'd slice your ice cream. But another company, not the same company, it would have made more sense if it was the same company, different company made wafers. So you would get these little wafers. You'd put it on the side of the ice cream. You'd cut your slice and then you'd put your other wafer on side. And every, all the kids would get an ice cream sandwich. I love that. And sign me up for that. that Like that was like such an, like, I don't know. I think that's an Irish thing, like still to this day, but like in the 80s and 90s, like that's, that was like our dessert. And I've when kids came over. I've never seen cutting ice
1: cream, but it sounds. Oh yeah. Delicious. Oh, See, so See, I'm so like, you know, not the baker. So my favorite dessert is a s'more <laughs> <laughs> through and through. I love microwaving s'mores. Gina. I'm not even kidding. It's so basic. We're going to have to work on that. Yes. I used to come home from school and microwave like eight s'mores every night it was I'm like a chocolate addict so anything and everything with chocolate I will eat you know what you should try
0: what is it Irish potato Irish potato chocolate, Irish cake. Potato <laughs> chocolate cake okay I'll I'll test it out and no, I'll don't. let you know how Please it goes don't. if you ever do that
1: it's a step back for down my notes unsophisticated and then burn the s'mores notes. though no
0: it's not that's a step backwards Gina stick with the s'mores 20 seconds perfect time to microwave your s'more. I know. I, I do. I don't help me wrong. I have microwaved s'mores before. I used They're to do delicious. it when I worked in Tahoe at like three in the morning. Right. It's the best. Snack. Oh yeah. I absolutely did it. But we're grownups now, Gina. Grown we don't have now. to okay, do so that this, anymore.
1: <laughs> I've tried the skillet cookie, which the amateur baker in me has always wanted to know how to use a skillet. I have one whenever I go out to dinner. I'm like skillet cookies on the menu. I order it. My skillet, I am embarrassed to say, my dad would be mortified, is rusted. Yeah, that happens to me. I don't know how to take care of it. And every time I've tried to do a skillet cookie, it's raw, but the outside is burnt. I have no idea how to go about making that dessert. But then I saw someone the other day roll out a whole Pillsbury dough thing, and that was how they made the cookie. They just rolled out the dough into the skillet.
0: Well, how have you been doing
1: it? Um, I think I tried making batter and it just didn't go well. Did you make the batter in the cast iron? I think
0: I did once, yeah. I'm Gina. Not gonna
1: lie. <laughs> Gina, this is, I'm going to well, stop. Well, now you. my cast iron is rusty. So, for anyone out there with a so, rusted cast iron, can you save it? Is well, it you can. Go on to
0: YouTube. You can. Okay. I, I'm not an expert on it, but okay. go on. Do, do not throw it away. Go on to YouTube. It's totally salvageable. One time, Kevin did it to one of my cast irons. Right. And rather than cry, I just looked at him in disgust and walked away. And he relentlessly went out it, trying to make it better and he did
1: see i have a friend who loves her cast iron they you know do all the seasoning yeah. the, it's so above my my level of understanding
0: just don't throw it away because okay, i still have it i haven't thrown it away it's yeah. just sitting
1: sitting in yeah. the get, cupboard go like go on youtube look at
0: a few videos you'll get it it's okay. super easy
1: then i'll master the, yeah. the skillet cookie
0: Gina, we kind of uh, lamented about a few things. I kind of went off. And then we talked yes. about JLo, yes. lo <laughs> um, and we're supposed to be talking about baking. So I, I apologize That's that okay. I went off on a bit of a tangent. That's okay. Do we have any, any last minute exciting stuff uh, in baking related before we wrap up today? Have you yeah. got any gossip for me?
1: Um, I, well, before we wrap up, we did talk to some of our listeners. And one of the questions that they wanted to know was, what are the best ingredients if you want color in your dessert i'm assuming other than like food coloring are there certain ingredients that will really pull out
0: yeah what what do they say what color they're talking about like red or yellow or whatever
1: they didn't mention it
0: so i have um my homemade food dyes on biggerbolderbacon.com okay and beets is a great one for a red i cannot
1: get behind a beet.
0: no beets are yum they are they're very earthy they're very earthy but they're yum
1: but can you make a dessert with a beet and it's still nice and sweet? No, don't sweet? do that. No, it's only that
0: you, don't <laughs> need the, because you know, the color is, the pigment is so strong. Right. You just need some cooking liquid. Oh, okay. You don't need, it's not going to taste like beets. Absolutely not.
1: I'm going to learn so much I from know.
0: you about this whole baking situation. Um, the yellow for turmeric, but however, turmeric can I have love. a bit of a flavor. Yeah. And that is technically, like, turmeric in most recipes is used for color and not flavor. Oh, wow. So, like, in curries and things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, In baking, you can use it to dye yellow, but do be careful because it does have a bit of a flavor. Okay, so don't go crazy, crazy. Um, Green uh, spinach is a really good one. Kale. um, I'm trying to think of there's no blue food. There's no blue. Oh no, no, it's more purple. There's no blue food in Mother Nature.
1: All right, yeah, might have to be the food dye. So
0: uh, blueberries.
1: I think those are kind of your main colors. colors. It covers it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna learn a lot more. Um, I'm excited to learn how to clean my cast iron and then I might just give that potato cake a go.
0: No, do not do that. I won't,
1: but maybe I will. <laughs> well, this has been super fun and I'm looking forward to learning a lot, debunking things, talking all things
0: baking. That was, I it was lovely to talk to you. I'm really like, I, I learned, I learned a lot in a short space of time. Me too. I feel and like it just hit
1: the surface too. We have yeah. More to I
0: know we're going to become fast friends yes. and also you are eventually going to divulge to me and nobody else celebrity <sighs> secrets that... Everyone else in Hollywood knows, I swear except for me. I don't know any. You do. Everybody I don't. knows. Stop lying, Gina. You're I'll, a liar.
1: I'll I'll, I'll I'll do some scrolling on Instagram and see what I can find out.
0: Okay. Um, it was lovely to talk to you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you rate this podcast. Give us five stars. Um, we are really excited to be back uh, with you guys again, and uh, very happy to have Gina here. And thank you so much, Gina. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back. We'll hear you, or we'll hear you. You'll hear us. We'll uh, we'll. Talk will Talk to you guys again next week. Take care. See you next week.